and Mike Davidson lives. Thank you very much for joining me and my wife. I'm Mike. She's Ginny. Say hello. Good afternoon. Yeah, that's when we're recording this. Uh, of course, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter, and of course, Spotify and Podbean, which hosts the podcast. Uh, happy Labor Day weekend. Happy birthday to my sister out there. And my dad's got a birthday later on this week, and uh, kind of an important day today as well. Mm-hmm. Why is that? It's my last day of leave. Uh, okay, that, aside <laughs> from that, yeah. Um, what, what else happened? Because we're recording this Saturday the 4th here. Oh, that's today. Yeah, that is today. <laughs> it's the one-year anniversary of my positive pregnancy test with Logan. Yes, yeah. Logan Charles Turner now with us and uh, just eating the living crap out of our kitchen. Just he <laughs> puts food away and he doesn't have teeth yet. Uh-huh. Uh, but you found out that you're pregnant with him and, of course, a very, very welcome addition to our uh, household. But uh, Labor Day weekend, a great salute to anybody that just works their ass off. Uh, union or non-union. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're a custodian or the world's best brain surgeon. If you work hard, our hat's off to you here this afternoon. Uh, now, we're, we're, we're going to touch upon something that I brought up last week. Batman Gate. Just when I didn't think it could get any more frustrating, I told my dad about it. Now, uh, uh, to, to recap... Okay, Boomer. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> to recap... Your mom didn't know what Batman looked like. You bought this. It's right here across the way from us. You're working on the the Batman puzzle where he's fighting his rogues gallery. And Batman's just one of those characters to me that transcends everything in pop culture. You have to to go to a remote island thousands of miles away to find somebody that doesn't know who he is. But Jared Leto didn't know what COVID was. Well, yeah, he well he's kind of a weird guy anyway. He uh, he played Joker. He played Joker. Yeah, <laughs> he uh, he he was like off. Uh, uh, he has his own island where he has a cult or something. But yeah. yeah, but your mom just lives three houses down, and she thought that it was Wolverine. I brought that up with my dad. I just thought it was pretty strange. He goes, "Well, why is that strange?" Because it's Batman, Dad. He goes, "Well, but you have to realize she's a woman. She doesn't go in for that romance." Okay, stuff. first of all, I'm pissed off. <laughs> Okay, women aren't dumb. All My right. mom is not up on the pop culture. She likes Roadmaster over the Rolling Stones. Okay, and uh, we don't have time to get into who Roadmaster is. Maybe for another podcast. But, um, yeah, first he goes, but women aren't into that. They're into romance. They're into... No! They're, you know me. You're married to me. You know in, that's not right. They're into Gone with the Wind and all this other stuff. And I, and I said, well, Dad, Mom knows who Batman is. Because, again, Batman... Has been in you know movies and TV and everything for years now. And mom, my mom's not a comic book person like I am. And he goes, well, that's because your mom had boys. And I just um I, okay. And I and I kind of just I wanted the conversation to end so bad, but he, you didn't tell me this, and it's for good reason. You know, my mom had a son. You know, my brother <laughs> who's no longer around. Right. Everything he said, I disagree with. Mm-hmm. Yes. But there, there's a little bit of contradiction with it because I have a penis and I know what Gone with the Wind is. I know who Rut Butler is and Scarlett O'Hara. Like, but I'm not into that sort of movie. I know who they are. And that was kind of yeah. what we were uh, talking about yes, uh, last week. Last yesterday. Last yesterday. Last week we were talking about like you don't necessarily have to know who every the mythos the everything about a character. But I don't read Harry Potter. I know what he looks like. I. You know, I've seen Gone with the Wind twice. Eh, I know who these characters are. Uh, you just have to, like, look at a random TV guy cover from the late 60s, Adam West and that campy Batman getup. Okay, that's Batman. 
Jiminy Jellickers. Jimmy Jellickers. <laughs> but but it, it's just I'm I'm at this weird age. I'm 41. Okay, I'm at this weird age where a lot of younger pop culture because I'm getting older uh-huh. doesn't doesn't jive with me. But at the same time, I can't have these pop culture conversations with your mom or my dad because there just seems to be some weird barrier, and I just think it kind of progresses. But an exception with me, I mean, I don't really like a lot of modern music, but I will sit down and watch episodes of SpongeBob SquarePants and laugh my ass off with the kids. Mm-hmm. Yes, you do laugh your ass off. Uh, it's it's kind of it, like, like I've uh, said this before with SpongeBob SquarePants. Sometimes the jokes don't hit, but when they do, and it, there's kind of this weird surrealness to it, like Monty Python or Kids in the Hall, SCTV, like like really weird sketch comedy. That's what that's what SpongeBob SquarePants basically is. Mm-hmm. But going back to like, it's just hard to talk about pop culture with your mom and with my dad well you get to this age where you kind of realize that there's no good media music Mm -hmm. tvs movie Mm -hmm. music (laughs) (laughs) that just doesn't resonate with you and that's where you yeah cut off i think my dad once told me that uh, all good music stopped at 1983 to him i kind of get that there's some there's some Mm -hmm. exceptions out there but a lot of the music i listen to Classic rock, and maybe not as classic rock. These are stuff I grew up with, but like you know, I would listen to the stuff my dad would listen to, like the Kinks, the Stones, the Beatles. I also had Nirvana, Metallica, um, and Tom Petty. Just seemed like he was ageless. Like there was no, like he's a guy that transcends gender. Uh, that reminds me, we need to listen to Tom Petty this weekend at some point. Every it's Labor Day weekend, patriotic holiday, Tom Petty. He, he's the definitely the soundtrack of summer. But yeah, that was kind of the frustration with it, and. Uh, I don't know if I would have this same conversation with mom because mom, I mean, again, she's not really into the comic book stuff, but she knows who Batman is, and she probably knows a little more about comic books than she needs to because, well, I was so cool growing up. Uh huh. <laughs> he says you're grown up. Oh right. But um, with my mom, she's all business. She had to work. Right. And uh, my dad stayed home because he couldn't work. He was physically mm-hmm. unable. And uh, my dad was just really fun. Mm-hmm. Just a really fun guy, and I'm sure he knew who Batman was. Right, right. But he was more into, you know, auto racing. And, uh, was it, what's that one movie, Patrick Swayze? Oh, Roadhouse. Oh, Roadhouse, yeah. Loved Roadhouse and <laughs> movies like that. <laughs> right, right. But but your mom would know who Patrick Swayze is, right? I don't think so. We got a test to do later on. All no, right. we don't. Okay. I'm going to be angry. Uh, and then you're going to call your dad, and then you're going to be angry. And with you working doubles pretty much every day. But but it's less work for, for um, show prep for the podcast. Mm. So there's there's always a trade-off. Now, sp- We're not having built-in show prep. <laughs> now, speaking of pop culture, um, this kind of dovetails into like media coverage of these fill-in-the-blank times this last 18, 20 months with all things COVID and, and media types. Uh, two people recently... Revealed that they were uh, COVID positive. Corey Taylor, uh, who's been doing a solo tour, I think working behind the scenes for a new album. He um, he revealed that he had COVID and was feeling kind of sick and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Rogan, who kicked a hornet's nest on his podcast uh, months back, revealed uh, that he had had COVID. Uh, I just saw that he tested negative, so it looks like he's on the mend. I think Corey Taylor's on the mend. Both good, okay? Both good. Both are getting better. I, and, and I'm not going to badmouth either one. But 
Corey Taylor said something like in one of these video interviews, because he's got the vaccine, and when he's not on stage, he masks up and all that. Uh, but he said that he probably got COVID from somebody being selfish. And that would imply that... Anyone can be selfish. Well, anybody can be selfish, right. But that would imply that this person did not have the vaccine. Now, Corey Taylor has been vaccinated. He got it. It, it seems to me like when I hear somebody talk about any one of the COVID vaccines... They treat it as kind of a force shield. Mm. And, like, it helps them. But if you get COVID and you have the vaccine, you can still transmit that, right? I um, mean, I think so. I think okay. that's how it works. Yeah, cause, because the way he was making it sound like it is, like, to me, I mean, he could have gotten it from somebody who did get the vaccine. And, you know, in his body, you know, he's got it. Maybe it, maybe it helps him out more, but it just it seemed like a really weird comment to me, almost not as sciencey. Before this whole COVID thing mm -hmm. broke, you know, if you were to be at work and you realize someone was sick, you're like, ah, I'm going to work, and mm -hmm. then like a couple days later you get sick, you're like, ah, crap. Yeah. So and so gave it to me, and then you just move on with your life. You don't even you don't even gripe about having allergies anymore because you don't know how someone's going to react. But you know, Corey Taylor said this. Joe Rogan months ago on his podcast, somebody asked him, well, I'm a younger person. Do I need to get the vaccine? And, the way, and I didn't get a chance to listen to the snippet. But the way he made it sound like, it sounded like, well, you're younger. Your body will, you know, fight better than somebody who's in their 60s, their immune system. The media, like a lot of people just lost their ever-loving S about it. You don't really get that with Corey Taylor. You know, and Taylor was just saying this in passing, like I probably just got from somebody being selfish, whereas... Joe Rogan, he's got the one of the biggest podcasts out there. He says this, and people thought he was telling all of his listeners to jump off a cliff. You know? He's got some very gullible listeners. Well, no, I don't think <laughs> And I don't think and I don't think uh, anybody jumped off a cliff. I mean, but my my when I was doing the show at the uh, the old place, like my take on it is like, well, even if you agree with him or disagree with him, why are why is everyone upset about it? Because it's just an because growing up, and you know, with your mom going back to your mom, like she has medical advice, right? Mm -hmm. And and everybody's got some off the beat medical stuff. Like what was it with Nyquil and feet? Uh, Vicks. Vicks. You can't put Nyquil on your feet. Well, okay. She, her thing was you put Vicks vapor rub on your feet, put socks over it, and somehow it gets rid of a cold. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't believe, and I can't begin to tell you how many people have told me, you drink whiskey before you go to bed. And you no longer have the flu, you know. How about uh, chicken soup? Mm -hmm. That's a pretty basic one. And maybe some tang. tang. No orange juice, but tang. Not Sprite. Tang. Tang. Okay. Mike, you can't look at any more Sprite, can you? <laughs> Not after what happened. No, then maybe that's a podcast later on down the road. Chicken. Ooh, chicken. Chicken soup. But, but, yeah, that just, it seems weird that they, everybody has this monolithic approach to everything. Like, one guy says one thing on his podcast. Rabble, rabble, rabble. Rabble, 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 rabble. And that's why, <laughs> that's why I've really not really, uh, I have refused. I have gone time out. I'm sitting out in, uh, in this game of pandemic because it just seems like no matter what you do, what you say, people are going to lose their crap. Mm-hmm. Unless, of course, you're Corey Taylor. And I'm not saying lose your crap with what Corey Taylor said. I'm just saying it's it, it's just it's very interesting to see how one's like water under the bridge and one is just, he's the devil. 
Yeah, I guess it's all it all goes back to gosh. I want to say how you come off and how you carry yourself as a person. So if you're kind of open mm-hmm. to criticism, boy, howdy, you're going to get it. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. But if you're just like, you know what, I'm right, you're wrong, F you. And, and Corey Taylor and Joe Rogan both have have had those criticisms about yeah. whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, something that I'm going to be a little critical about is, again, approaches, internet, and how like, Are you going to piss me off here? Like, are you going to criticize me? No, I'm not oh. suicidal. I thought you were going to say yes. No, no. <laughs> I'm not stupid. That we're still recording, then we wouldn't have a podcast. Mm. All right. Uh, TikTok has saved our lives, all of our lives. We have to give them a round of applause because this week they finally did it. They put an end to the menace that was the Milk Crate Challenge. Have you heard about the Milk Crate Challenge? Uh, not before, maybe like an hour ago. Okay. Uh, for those also uh, not not up on this concept, basically people find milk crates from wherever the hell because, as you know, you've probably got like 15 floating around your house. and Oh, they're pretty easy to come by. Well, I mean, you'd have to leave the house to find them though, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you get these milk crates, you arrange them in kind of a stair fashion up and down, kind of like in a, a giant Olympic podium, and somebody videotapes you, records you walking up, walking down without falling over but of course that's not how that works and hilarity ensues and a lot of people are trying it and the latest still on before they decided to take this down after three weeks of this was a gender reveal party where a dude face plants falls down and uh, just a big mess and by the way they're having a boy oh. <laughs> they're going to have a very smart dad yeah what a dumbass yeah I, and what was you? What were you telling me about gender reveal parties? Hold on. <laughs> Line. <laughs> Lie. That was over forty minutes ago. I don't have that good of a memory. Right. Okay. Oh yeah. When we were finding out what Logan was, mm-hmm. she's like, "Do you want me to tell you? Do you want me to put it in an envelope? Do you want me to bend over backwards and tell your husband, but not you?" I'm like, "No, you can just tell me." She said, "Oh, thank God, she's." She oh said, God. sometimes people are just so particular, and if you want to know, I'll be more than happy to tell you. It just oh makes my, my job so much easier. Well, and it makes our job a lot easier because, yeah, A, they know what to shop for, boy or girl, mm-hmm. and B, we don't want things exploding because we still have a mortgage to pay. Well, but, I'm excited. I I am excited to have kids, mm-hmm. and I'm excited when I found out what they were. Right, right, but you don't. And that's want... the extent. But like, oh, we have. Oh, it's a boy. But you don't want to act like jackass. You know, I don't like to plan parties, and right. I don't like to go to parties. <laughs> I don't like people. Well, not <laughs> anymore. Not yeah. after all this crap. All right, but the, but the, the, the TikTok challenge has been taken down, basically because TikTok doesn't want to get sued, and it was up for like three friggin' weeks. It was a thing. Yeah. But the thing is, two things. Hmm. Just because they took this down doesn't mean that there are other bad challenges floating out there. And TikTok has been associated with a lot of bad challenges. Remember Gorilla Glue Girl? Oh, yeah. She thought uh, if you put glue in your hair, Gorilla Glue, it's good for your head. And she ends up having like a hard plastic scalp for two weeks until this, uh, the surgeon. And that inspired people to put Gorilla Glue in their hair. 
And then you had, <coughs> then you had, and not, not COVID. And then you had uh, <laughs> what they would call do-it-yourself vampire fangs. You know how you make those? No. Nail file, and I'll leave it at that. You stop it. Right. That okay, was going on. Okay, y'all, stop it. Just stop. Do you go to school? No. Do God. you have a brain? Then there's the face wax challenge, erection cream pout plumber. Nope. No. Corn on the cob challenge. This is fun. Uh, you put corn on the cob on a drill and try to eat it as the drill's no. going. No. Did I tell you about the time my dad drilled a hole in his hand? Oh, my God. Imagine that through the roof of your mouth or your cheek. Or how about this? The cereal challenge. You know how this goes? Uh, you watch Hazel eat cereal, right? No. No. That would be cute. That would be cute. It would be cute. No, this this is far from cute. Basically, two people. One guy lay, lays his head back. You pour cereal in his mouth and milk, and then you eat the cereal out nope. of his mouth. with his, And that's what I'm getting at. Or are they COVID negative? I don't. Well, you know, they would be a lot smarter. You would be a lot smarter for this dumbass stunt that they're doing. But the point is, TikTok is associated with a lot of dumb things that get people injured, uh, go, go to the ER. Meanwhile, you have Mike Richards who says dumb things in a podcast and he loses not only the hosting gig of Jeopardy, but he's no longer the executive producer of Jeopardy. And I'm not condoning what he said, but to me, jackass stunts are a little worse than somebody putting their damn foot in their mouth. You know what I mean? But TikTok will have more of this stuff happen. More, because people are attention whores. They would rather consume uh, sugar. That's why we're doing this podcast. Exactly. Show me your nipples. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a little bit of an attention whore thing to me, but I don't want to go to the ER. I don't want to go to ReadyMed. Affleck. Yeah, there's Affleck cash, but I also like walking. And, you know, I'm 40. Limping. 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 And I've got all of my teeth, mostly. I'm, Actually, yeah, you do. Yeah, without the wisdom teeth. I mean, for an idiot, I've done okay for myself. I don't need to be stupid to get attention. But there is less pushback on this, and there's more pushback when somebody says something stupid on Twitter or, podca or podcasts or blog posts from 10, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And these are things that you can ignore and go on with your daily life. Meanwhile, you have kids looking at TikTok going, man, I bet I could climb 35 milk crates. Kids, don't try this at home. Whatever happened to that message? Uh, flush down the toilet. Okay, so going back to like ratings and warnings and mm -hmm. disclaimers. So TikTok doesn't have anything about how, hey, don't try this at home. You'll probably die. Well, that's the whole thing with TikTok is everybody tries it at home. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, cover your ass, right? Yeah. Well, no, it, apparently not. Watching a walk to remember on demand through our cable service, TVMA. That was last night while yeah. I was at work. I'm like, I don't remember any hardcore nudity in this. What happened? Well, they probably said the S word. And uh, I, I'm taking it. I've never seen a walk to remember. I'm you want to watch it? Uh, later on. Oh, we should watch it with Lana. She she started watching. She's like, "Oh, I like it. Can we play?" Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay, but but there was no violence. Nobody got like shot in the face. Nobody fell off milk crates and. No spoiler alert. She dies from leukemia. Okay, and leukemia is a deadly disease that nobody wants to have. No, my dad had it. I'm yeah, good. Right, I'm and good. Uh, you know that makes when you ha when things happen like that in your life or somebody else's life it makes you realize how precious life is sure and then you see idiots fall off milk crates and you're like 
Okay. Where's that meteor? Hypothetically. Mm. Yeah, sweet meteor of death. Sweet meteor of death. (laughs) Hypothetically, if our kids did that, how would we discipline them? Well, if they fell off and got hurt, I probably wouldn't discipline them because I would think that it would be punishment enough. But if I saw them in the act, yeah, I would ground them. Because, again, you know, and I know I don't sound like cool dad. I, I take You're the no fun police. So am I. We have to be because, look, they're going to have friends that do stupid crap. Mm-hmm. I've done stupid crap. I want to get out of the stupid You crap. fell into a ditch from stealing a trophy. I did in college. <laughs> I, I, and I... <laughs> I, liquor was involved. The liquor was involved. I want. I want to get out of the stupid crap business, and I want to be like, "Hey, kids, yes, don't try this at home." Basically, I am. Remember, you're not dumb until we wear a jean vest. I am. <laughs> I am the disclaimer who wears pants. So I mean, that's how you have to do it. So I mean, if you're if you got kids, tell me like, no, no TikTok challenges, and if it's just stupid dancing, still no, because it's stupid dancing. Now, I. Uh, we're, we're, we've been married six years coming up in October. Mm-hmm. We paid for our own wedding. Yeah. That was very interesting. Mm. But you would assume that even if everybody showed up, that that meal that you paid for is pretty much a write-off. It's lost. Yeah. Like, even, even if they don't more show More food for you. More food for me. That's always been my approach. It's like, okay, well. Dog, more for me. <laughs> doggy bagging and this stuff. I'm not letting it go to waste. There is a Bridezilla out there, and this is on Twitter, and usually I don't get into these discussions, but I saw this, and I'm wondering how in the hell this woman has any friends. Uh, she is invoicing no-shows to her wedding, like somewhere around $200, $250 to cover the meal. And Twitter is split up on this because I'm in the camp. I haven't argued on Twitter because that would be dumb and waste half a day. But I'm in the camp that's like, okay, look, you paid for the meal, everybody's showing up. It's like having a party, you know. You've, you've got chips out, you've got dip, you've got very expensive food because it's a wedding, it's a big party. But that that's gone. That money's gone. And they're going to give you a gravy boat. All's good. But there are people who are like, you know what, we went through the, uh, the process of planning this thing. Yeah, we want our cash back. That's I, not how that works. Right. And... I'm looking at this story, and I'm wondering how, again, how the hell does this woman have friends? Because how is she getting married? Because this just seems like a very uptight thing to do. This doesn't seem like something somebody who's relaxed, who goes with the flow, loves life, would do. Okay, our cake wasn't ready by the time our, by the time it needed to be picked up. Oh, that was fun. But, I mean, can you think of anybody that was like that? I mean, you weren't like that. No, my um, guest did decide to eat without us, though. All right, that wasn't considered because we were out to getting photos, and then everybody yeah. was like, "All right, guys, we're going to eat." And uh, <laughs> I, I came back in I'm like, "Why is everyone eating?" Yeah, where's our food? Damn it! And uh, Rachel, my my uh, matron of honor, went over to go get me some food, mm-hmm. and they said, "Well, you can't have it." She said, "She's the bride; she's going to get it." Yeah, we we could we could almost do a podcast episode about the stuff that happened at our wedding, but as you were planning most of it, yeah, I don't recall any major bridezilla moments. I know there was some stress, but I mean, you know, it's a big event, it's a big day. Uh, but I didn't, I never once heard you go, "Well, if so and so doesn't show up, they owe us one hundred fifty dollars." How do you crunch those numbers? You must have been paying for steak and filet mignon. Oh man, yeah. 
Yeah. And look, look, there are people that have spent tens of thousands of dollars on a wedding. Sure. Lots of money. Um, Rachel's we, was magnificent. Oh, she had a great wedding. Great wedding. But, like, I, you know, when, when you and me are the only ones that had to pay for it, we realize, okay, we have to do it so we can afford it because we don't want to be in the red start now and having a family. Whereas this woman's like, well, everybody better show up or else. And, and and here's the other thing, too. I mean, why invoice somebody that didn't show up for the food? Who cares if they ate it or not? Why aren't you invoicing the people that did show up? I mean, where's the, where is the line there? How about this? You go find some hungry people downtown mm-hmm. and invite them. They'll be more than happy to eat that food. Right, or you donate that food to a rescue mission. Like, do something with it. Don't mm-hmm. don't be like, well, I need to make more money off that wedding. It mm-hmm. just it just seems it seems class it seems more classless than somebody RSVPing. Is this on joint. Lifetime? It should be on Lifetime. Or no, is it WeTV? WeTV. I can't remember. Are, Those are my two favorite channels. Are they the same channel? Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Uh, one. Well, no, I'm thinking own. Oprah owns own. Yeah. Okay. There's three women channels. Three, at least. At least. Cable's a weird place. All right. Now, this. It's kind of a sick story out of California, and it's got me concerned because we're getting back to people going to concerts after these yada yada times. But at a couple of venues, at a couple of venues in California, they have had reports of feces being smeared around. There is a serial pooper on the loose. Thanks, Logan. There is a serial pooper <laughs> we on caught the loose. Him. <laughs> we got him right here. Uh, at concert venues in California. And of course, you know how germaphobic everybody is now. Throw in poop, everybody's going to lose their S, just like this gentleman or woman has done. Release the S. Release the S. Poop. Poop all everywhere. Um, There have been a couple of stories involving poop. At concerts, I remember James Bennett telling me for I, I have no idea why he was at Dave Matthews Band. Oddly enough, we're talking about Dave Matthews Band and poop, uh, but he was at a Dave Matthews. I'm going to have to ask Lindsay. Yeah, uh, the, the, he was at a concert for whatever reason, and he saw a preppy guy wearing cargo shorts. Didn't take his pants off or anything. Just let loose a turd <laughs> and let it like plop this big log in the uh, the lawn area of um, what used to be Deer Creek. And then at that same venue just a few years ago, uh, me and Mike Scott went to go check out the Foo Fighters. A great show. And he kept trying to point to something to me for me to look at. And I didn't know what I was supposed to look at because it was real loud. And, of course, the Foo Fighters put on a magnificent show. On the way back, he was telling me that a woman who was wearing white pants before Labor Day, Mm. (laughs) uh, she had a brown spot near the crack and uh, it had not rained for a while. So she crapped herself watching the Foo Fighters. So, have you ever had to deal with a serial pooper or somebody that just... Because I have had a couple of stories relayed to me about people just wanting to poop while listening to the music. No, I think all of these people know you and they have no idea who I am. Right. The only people I'm around who poop constantly are my kids. Are you going to take them to any concert soon? Um, No, I don't think so. Yeah, well... Unless it's Lana Del Rey. All right. Well, nobody pooped at Lana Del Rey. Not that you know of. Not that, well, not around us. Correct. Right. <laughs> but yeah, Dave Matthews band. That was kind of an interesting story because Chicago years ago, the bus driver 
released all that fecal material on people below. And you didn't hear about that story? No. Oh, that was a big thing. It was what? a huge thing. Dave Matthews Band, they were uh, uh, driving through Chicago up on that bridge uh, over the Chicago River. And somebody on the tour bus released uh, the septic system. The septic tank? Yeah, the septic tank. And it just deluged people down below in a tourist boat. <laughs> you get, you've never heard what that What year did that happen? It had to be at least 10, 15 years ago. No, I was oh, busy. Oh, my God. Yeah. I think I was busy in high school. Right, well. <laughs> yeah, now I feel really old. Mm-hmm. Referencing Dave Matthews. I think that's about it for the podcast. We've talked enough about COVID and poop. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, whatever, uh, you can always message us. Uh, Mike Davidson lives on Facebook. Mike Davidson lives to tweet. Kazoontype boy. Uh, you got Podbean. You got Spotify. That's a thing. And so, I have a major attitude. And Logan sneezing. So that's a sign we have to go. Talk to you guys later. Happy Labor Day. Happy Labor Day. <laughs>